Kevin is the dumbest student I have ever taught. And here's a few reasons why. I mean, is my, is my boy that dumb? Boy, that's dumb. This is the tale of Kevin the Fool. Kevin. It's not uncommon as a teacher to have students who are a bit behind the curve in certain aspects. But 99.99999% of the time, they are keen on something. They might not understand how to identify a noun or what theme is, but they know how to make a mean plate of nachos. You learn pretty quick not to judge fish by their tree climbing ability, you know? Smart. I like, like that like analogy. Everyone has their different areas of uh, competency. That's right. I thought this was the rule when I was teaching until I met Kevin. Oh. Kevin isn't his real name, but it doesn't matter because he can't spell it anyway. Oh, oh God. Yikes. Kevin was a student of mine my last year of teaching. He came to my classroom with very little to show for his academic past. He had moved a few times and thus was missing a lot of typical test scores that we used to try to ballpark their ability. Don't worry. It was a ballpark. We didn't make major decisions until we actually had a chance to talk and work with the student for a bit. I thought, that's fine. I'll do some one-on-one with Kevin to see what's up. One-on-one with Kevin was like conversing with someone who'd forgotten everything in a freak, if not impossible, amnesia accident. There was no evidence that he had learned anything past the second grade. Wow. And now he was in ninth grade. Oh, God. Flabbergasted, I figured we needed to get more serious with this. If he was going to be in my class, I needed to know why and how. I decided to meet with him, his guidance counselor, his parents, and another teacher to see what was really going on. This is when it all became so clear. Oh. It was by some incredible fluke that his family hadn't been wiped off the face of the earth years ago. Odds are his entire heritage was based on blind luck and some type of sick divine intervention that saves his family every time a threat prevents itself. (laughs) Kevin was the genetic pinnacle of this null achievement. (laughs) Even my instructional lead, a woman who could find a redeeming trait in a Balrog. Balrog is that is that creature from Lord of the Rings. Oh, nice. That attacks Gandalf. Failed to see any reason this kid or his family should be alive today. Wow. I mean, yikes. So here's a list of events that made it abundantly clear that God exists and he's laughing uncontrollably. One, Kevin frequently forgot when and where class was. On more than one occasion, I had to retrieve him from other classrooms. Two, Kevin ate an entire 24 pack of crayons, puked, and then did it again the next day. No. This was ninth grade. I have no idea where he got the crayons. No. Oh, my God. Kevin's dad wrote tuition checks and mailed them to me, his English teacher. (laughs) This was a public school. When I gave it back to Kevin, voided to give to his dad with a brief note explaining that this is a public school, Kevin got in trouble for trying to spend it at a 7-Eleven after school. (laughs) Kevin was removed from the culinary arts program after leaving a cutting board on the gas stove and starting a fire. Oh, no. Twice. (laughs) Kevin threw his lunch at the school resource officer and tried to run away. He ran into a door and insisted it wasn't him. (laughs) Of course. Kevin stole my phone during class. I called it. It rang, and he denied that it was ringing. Not that it wasn't his. Not that he did it. No, he denied that the phone was ringing. 
<laughs> keep them on their toes. What? Keep them on their toes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never let them know your next move. Fake news. It's not ringing. Yeah. He tried it three times before the end of the year. Kevin called the basketball coach a motherfucking bitch during gym. <laughs> basketball tryouts were that afternoon. <laughs> Kevin tried out. It did not go well. Kevin's mom could never remember which school he went to. She missed several meetings because she drove to other schools, none of which he went to. Wow. Kevin tased himself in the neck before a football game. Oh. Kevin kept a bottle of orange Kool-Aid in his backpack for four months. He thought it would turn into alcohol. He drank it during homeroom and threw up. Oh, God. Kevin said the N-word a lot. Oh, my Kevin God. Kevin was white. The high school was 84% black. Kevin got beat up a lot. <laughs> Kevin. You think you would learn. Kevin. Kevin stole another student's iPhone and tried to sell it back to them. <laughs> My little entrepreneur. Wow. Kevin didn't understand that his grade was dependent on tests, quizzes, homework, classwork, and participation. Kevin finished his first semester with a 3% average. <laughs> he tried to bribe me with $11. <laughs> hey, lunch money. <laughs> Kevin spit on a girl and said, you should get out of those wet clothes. The girl was the Spanish student teacher. Oh, my God. Kevin didn't know that cats and dogs were different animals. Kevin tried to download corn onto a computer in the library at the circulation desk while he was logged on. <laughs> Kevin asked a girl to prom. He was in the ninth grade, and freshmen don't go to prom by asking for her phone number and then texting her his address. Kevin got gum in his hair, Constantly. Kevin regularly tried to cheat on assignments by knocking the pile over, grabbing one before I had picked them all up, and then writing his name on it wherever there was room. Kevin had several allergies, but neither of his parents could remember what they are. They were very concerned that the holiday party, it's high school, we don't have those, would have peanuts. When they finally got a doctor's note, he was allergic to amoxicillin, which... Amoxicillin. What is that? It's like a, 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 a an antibiotics. Oh. <laughs> Kevin and his parents took a trip to Nassau. Nassau? I think that's in... Uh, Bar it's like in Jamaica, Barbados or something. Yeah, Bahamas. Some yeah, Bahamas. There you go. How the F did they even get airline tickets? And they forgot all their luggage at home. I didn't believe him when he told me until I talked to his mom, who told me first thing when I saw her at the bi-weekly meeting. Kevin's grandfather apparently died in a chainsaw accident. I can only assume God was looking the other way that day. <laughs> I hope he's a great writer. Relevant comments. I have to ask, was he popular with the girls? It was like watching a greased up orangutan try to climb up a water slide. <laughs> This is from OP. We were doing an assignment on personification, and I had people describe their pets using it. Welcome to America, where we teach personification in high school. I know. Kevin didn't have any pets, but he said his neighbor had a cat, and he played with it sometimes. He listed off three or four things, and it became really apparent that he was describing a dog. <laughs> At first, I thought that maybe he had trouble figuring out the right way to say it, but after two or three sentences, it was abundantly clear that this was a really big dog. Someone else who lived on the same street put two and two together as well and said, Kevin, that's not a cat. That's so-and-so's black lab. Kevin was absolutely floored that A, 
someone else lived on his street. And B, <laughs> there was a difference between a black lab and house cat. Like I am only guessing, but I think to him, dog and cat were interchangeable terms like hat and cap. OP also says, despite numerous tests and assessments and meetings and just overall study, no one could ever say he had any kind of learning disability. No IEP, no 504, no special file, no caseworker or advocate, just Kevin, his mom, his dad, and zero brain matter. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his mother was some kind of physical therapist. His dad, no idea. I only met them a few times, but he always wore a pretty nice suit or at least was business casual. They both drove decently new cars and his house was in a nice subdivision. I'm assuming that for what they lacked in common sense, they made up for in specialized knowledge of some sort. For all I know, his dad could be a brilliant plastic surgeon. And there is an update on Kevin because wow. this, this, this story was like years ago. It's a legendary one. Yes, yeah, this is a legendary story. So there is an update. But also, like, I have a friend. I have a friend, this friend that is the ditziest human ever. Yeah. Like, has gotten in, like, a ton of car accidents for no reason. Has gotten, like, thousands of dollars in parking tickets. Well, I guess you've gotten yeah, thousands. I was about to say, <laughs> wait, who, who are you talking about? <laughs> um, I know the dumbest man ever. <laughs> He's sitting right next to me. <laughs> Um, let's see what else there's, there's been some really egregious ones. She's missed like, like multiple, multiple flights, like all, like almost repetitively. Yeah. Um, if I call a friend, he'll, he'll have a story. There we go. Ooh, I I like that. Uh What's up, dude? So, uh, you're on, uh, OKOP right now. Do you have like three minutes? Yeah, dude. Give me one second though. Okay. So, the basically we're we're telling this story about this guy named Kevin who's like not doesn't have anything like legitimately wrong with him, but is like the ditziest human alive. And it reminded me about our mutual friend. And I was wondering if you had a story that you could share. About our ditziest friend? Yeah. Who are you referring to by our mutual friend? Ditziest people. No, ditziest. Ditziest. Oh, 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 a story about <laughs> okay so once called me saying she has lost her keys to her car and she's locked out of her car and i was like okay um what do you want me to do she's like can you come to hollywood from west la um with the keys and i was like hell no it's like a 40 minute one-way trip so that'll take me one and a half hours back and forth um and she's like i was like well can i just put them in an uber she's like no no don't do that i was like why not she's like i just don't trust that and i was like okay oh that's like, smart so yeah, put the keys in an uber really that's interesting super idea. smart yeah yeah i mean i i because i was like well the uber's not gonna like go around every car in la and try and steal every car right. so yeah. they'll probably be safe um but she said no decided to hire a locksmith and get a car open for $400. And I was like, why didn't you just Uber back and forth if you were so scared of like giving it the wish? So I just didn't think of that. And I was like, okay. And then the keys are always in her bag. Oh, she just never no. Checked, she just never checked her bag. Oh, no. She was carrying no. the whole time. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> She spent four hundred. Wait, there's there's one more. Do you want one more? Yeah, okay, yeah, please, please. One more. So we went to party 
she hooked up with or she found someone she wants to hook up with <laughs> and she wasn't doing too well monetarily at the time um so i was like well i expected her to like i expected to hear things rumble at home at night you know what i mean like some furniture shaking and all that yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't hear anything but so i didn't hear any furniture shake so i like asked her in the morning i was like where did he go did he go to his place she was like no i was like the but you didn't come here i didn't hear anything and she's like no we went to a hotel i was like why would you go to a hotel when you have a like when you have your own room here her response is i just didn't think of it what and i was like what you're trying to save money and you thought a hotel's cheaper than a she probably spent like 300 bucks on the hotel oh man yeah and she paid for it by the way dang wow oh, oh my god <laughs> It's two for the price of one, dude. Uh, okay. okay, dude, I have to get back to recording, but I appreciate your stories. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, buddy. Love you, dude. Miss you. Right, bye. 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 See ya. Wow. That was that was incredible. Um I and I have a few short ones, but I'm gonna save it to the end. I'm gonna uh-huh. I'm gonna save some juice to the oh, end. Oh, right. But- yeah. So update, update. <laughs> Kevin is doing pretty well. We are actually coming up on about 10 years since I had Kevin as a student. He's since graduated on time, gotten married, and has a house. Wow. He works as a sous chef at a fairly high-end restaurant here in town. He's taken some CC classes, which leads me to believe that he may be looking at going out on his own career-wise. I think that largely he grew out of his immaturity, as most kids eventually do, and perhaps having a kid in his teens sobered oh. him up. Dang, that oh. teen, that Dang, teen pregnancy. Dude, that's the thing. Like sometimes with like the ditziness, it's like just around common sense things. Like yeah. my, like my, like the friend that I was describing that's super ditzy is like super smart creator, like like lives this crazy life where she's traveling all of the world. But normal stuff, like she just <laughs> doesn't get. I, I low key suck at a lot of normal yeah. stuff. Like I have my own moments, kind of like Kevin, a little. Yeah. Not quite. I'm not Our quite own as bad. Kevin moments. I'm not quite as bad. Um, but I will shortly share. Uh, I had someone in my school. Um, he was an upperclassman, and I'll just give you the highlight reel of his activities. Um, he once uh, drank beer and then drove with his feet to a laughing audience. Wow, that was one. Um, he drove 125 miles per hour on a road that was 25 miles per hour speed limit. And uh, the joke for months was he got the high score because he got like the highest number of points you can possibly get on your uh, driver's license, like, you know, like negative points or whatever. Um, And then I can't remember if this was him, um, but he definitely aided and assisted in it Um, in one of our like our like frenemy school schools. uh, They went into the opposing team's locker room and shat in their lockers. Um, and I wow. think it was him. I can't remember it for sure, but I think it was him. That one's legendary. So, well, if yeah. you have, I want to know our audience's <laughs> Kevin stories. Ooh, Do you definitely. have any Kevins in your life? Um, and again, we don't dislike Kevins. No, um, we, they we make love life Kevin. Fun. They make yeah. life fun. And usually like, like even with this, Kevin, he had a, a special ability in, uh, being a sous chef. You know, my Kevin is a like a world traveler. That's right. What, what, what was your Kevin good at? 
I think he was he he like joined the Navy and like ended up seemingly doing pretty well for himself. Yeah. I think he was one of those guys that played stupid but was actually smart. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what he was. There was a time in my life that I was very Kevin like. Yeah. Yeah. Like in, in the beginning of of college, especially. Yeah. Also in high school too. Like the the joke was like I was super book smart, but just had zero street smarts. It happens. It happens. It, it happens. happens to the best of us. So tell us about your Kevin stories. That's right. And speaking of our beautiful audience, Sam, I'm gonna read some comments from our public subscribers. Let's do it. This is from the video. Coworker demands I take a paternity test, but there's something he does not know. This is the one where OP's coworker thinks he boned his wife, but OP was actually gay. From public subscriber Lisa Ross, redhead here. Red hair is rare and only 2% of people have it as a recessive gene and it requires both parents to be carriers. However, about 20% of people carry the gene and the chance of having redhead children when both parents are carriers is 25%. Wow. Oh, wow. We're getting some genetics lessons right here. Some serious knowledge. So it often skips generations and turns up unexpectedly. There's redheads dotted throughout my family tree and many of them didn't have parents with red hair. The dad is just ignorant and obviously has some unhealthy ideas about the dominance of his genes. Wow. Lisa Ross, thank you so much for educating us and and dropping some knowledge. Um, And if you all want to drop some knowledge or some fun, spicy stories, publicly subscribe, drop your comment below. We just might read it. And we'll see you soon. I banned my girlfriend from the house after I got a paternity test that proved that she cheated and was pregnant. Am I the a-hole? You know, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't know if you're an a-hole. I don't know. I think I she know. should go to the the other daddy's daddy's place. Mm, you know? How about that Maybe daddy? Squat there. How about that daddy? Because I ain't yo daddy. Mm-mm. My ex and I have been together for two years. It was rocky for the last couple of months when she lost her job and just seemed to refuse to look for work, just living free in my house, causing me to financially support us both. I also suspected she was cheating on me. Hmm. Even more yikes. And eventually I broke up with her and she left to live with her parents. A few weeks ago, she comes knocking on my door to let me know she's pregnant with my child. Oh, no. She's practically beaming with glee. Yeah, just like, I have your child, which I guess one could be excited, but I feel like there's a little... I feel like the circumstances are Yeah, something's fishy. I agreed to let her stay with me again as my home would be a healthier place to stay as her mom smokes like a chimney and refused to stop (laughs) smoking inside when she found out her daughter was pregnant. What? Why? Just why? Why Why can't one of these mother-in-laws be normal? (laughs) I didn't want to subject my child to that. Which is totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. We want a healthy child. The one caveat to this arrangement being we would go in a couple weeks to get a paternity test done. She very happily agreed, which, okay. Seems initially good. Yeah. Her reaction actually washed away some of the fears I had about her possibly cheating on me. So she lives with me for a couple weeks and we go and get the test done. We find out the child is not mine. No. And like a switch is flipped, I honestly no longer care about that kid anymore and tell her to pack up her shit and get out of my house. Hey, unborn baby, you fetus. Get out of here. Get out of here. I'm not going to care about you. Not going to feed you. That's right. Go feed us and me. This was a week ago. She moved her stuff back to her parents' house, but is staying with a friend to avoid the cigarette smoke and other problems there. Smart. She, her friends, and even a few of our mutual friends are texting and messaging me about how I'm a terrible person for doing that to an innocent child. That I have plenty of room in my home and I should just help her out. I feel like I've been through the emotional ringer these past few months and I've been through every emotion I am capable of feeling. This man is, he's been through a lot. Oh, he really has. Yeah. And it doesn't, like, 
like, I mean, she kind of built this, this terrible situation for herself. She broke the trust and she had a, a trust. baby with another person while they were in a relationship. Yeah, like, come, come on. on. And he's been through a lot of emotions. I mean, from realizing it was possibly a father to the betrayal I felt when her cheating was confirmed. Honestly, I feel so emotionally raw. And sometimes I agree with them that maybe I should take her back and just care for the kid. Was I unfair to this unborn child? Am I a total piece of shit for not wanting them in my home in this vulnerable time for them? She cheated on me, but is this a situation that I should suck it up and take care of them anyway? She broke the trust and this he did not have the child with her. So the child isn't her responsibility. It, does it suck that she's kind of like doesn't have the greatest place to go? It does, but it's just not I think he at a bare minimum deserves some space yeah. to like think through and figure out because it's not his child. Yeah. And also like all these friends that are being like, yo, you should like take care of this kid. Flip it back on them being like, hey, this baby isn't mine. This baby isn't yours. How about you, you lead take by example and take care of this baby that is also not yours? Yes. It's like, hey, hey, there's a, a poor defenseless baby that's that's, you know, not going to have the best setup. We're both we both know this person and have no relation to it whatsoever. So by all means, by all means, take care. Do it. Do it. This is a absolutely awful uh, situation, but I don't think OP is actually like responsible or shouldn't be. OP, again, it sucks, but I I release you, OP. You're free to go. You are not the a-hole. Fly away, you beautiful dove. You beautiful bird. 